2: In 2018, the Marvel Cinematic Universe turns 10 years old, Avengers Infinity War draws near, and in an attempt to make sense out of all that's happened up to this point, we find two intrepid individuals. Peter Melnick, local newspaper production associate and mild-mannered comic book and podcast enthusiast, and Eddie Wilson, morning radio announcer in Sullivan County, upstate New York, with an inordinate amount of catching up to do in his own comic book universe. Alone, they stand apart. Duh. But together, they are the Marvelists. With the sleekness of a jungle beast, the Prince of Wakanda stalks both the concrete of the city and the underground of the Velt. For when danger lurks, he dons the garb of the savage cat from which he gains his name. Stan Lee presents... The Black Panther.
1: Welcome, everyone, to The Marvelists, the Marvel Universe podcast. I'm Peter Melnick. I'm Eddie Wilson. And we are also joined alongside with another two-timer. We are joined with 98.3 WSUL's Trey Stone. Trey, how you doing? Good, you? I I should have said WSUL, huh? No,
2: you said it right this time.
1: (laughs) Okay, perfect. In the cutting room floor version of this, I just could not get that going, but... Here we are. And before we get into the topic matter at hand, including Gwyneth Paltrow somehow spoiling a future movie... No. Potentially. Well, we're going to talk about how you can listen to this show online and connect with us on social media. Right? Pepper. Well, go on Facebook at facebook.com slash... The Marvelists. Give us a like ski on there. Go on the Twitter... At The Marvelists. And follow myself also, at Peter Melnick. And yourself? At E. Wilson 959. And I believe with Twitter, Trey, you can just, you know, throw a car- carrier pigeon or something? Yeah, something like that. It's, I don't it's know. like a tweet. There's a tweet involved. The bird tweets. There's sunflower seeds, Eventually, maybe. Yeah. But we, we've we got that. And also, find us on Instagram, at The Marvelists. Drop us a line in our email bag, themarvelists at gmail.com. Give us questions, comments, strongly worded letters. We like them. We'll take them. And also, if you want to listen to this here fine program, you're going to be able to find us on iTunes. Rate, review, and subscribe, and even share it on social media when you're on there. If you but, dare. Exactly. Do we care? We do. If you dare. With some flair. <sighs> Debonair. Right there. I was going to say Rick Flair, but I already said Flair. That was. Woo! Wow, a wrestling reference from Eddie Wilson.
2: Second time today, but we didn't hear the first one on this podcast. Thank you very much. actually my third Ric Flair reference today. Damn. (laughs) And I'm the one wearing a wrestling
1: shirt here anyway. Okay. So. Subliminal influence. Exactly. Exactly. But guys. Yeah. What else is there that people can also listen to the show on? Oh, they're podcasting apps, right? Correct. Stitcher Radio being one of them. And if you go on stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code at checkout, Marvelists, right, Eddie? Right, it's Marvelists. Well, when you use that promo code, you'll get a free one month of Stitcher Premium, and you're able to listen to the now-concluded Wolverine, The Long Night. The Long Night. And myself, I love the hell out of it. It was a really fine program, and it definitely took the Marvel Universe to some very strange places, and it helped. It was just fun.
2: Yes, helped to be in strange places. I guess that's a uh, reality check.
1: Now, also, Eddie... On top of that, when you have Stitcher, you end up getting it for free for a month. That's right. And after that, you get billed four ninety nine if you want to stay on. Correct. And quite frankly, I would recommend staying on because not just getting Wolverine the Long Night and listening to our fine show in a different way, you can also be able to check out the Smodcast library of all of Kevin Smith's fine shows. Oh, why? Smodcast, Hollywood Babylon, Tell Him Steve, Dave... Let's see what else. What else does he have? Uh, He's tra- got
0: about forty of them.
1: Yeah, I sell comics. Yeah. The secret stash podcast itself.
0: Yeah,
2: the one that may have no, not started at all, but it's yeah, it's all in there.
1: Just so many different shows, and especially Smodcast, which now turns eleven years old this year. So, is it so, really eleven this year? Yeah, to- it started two thousand seven. Wow, Whew. time flies with uh, Trustworthy. R- well, also Trustworthy Kev Smith. <laughs> And Scott Mosier. Not with the Falcon? So once again, Eddie, (laughs) stop it. (laughs) Spray bottle. Anyway. Pew, pew. Go to Stitcher.com slash premium and use that promo code at checkout. Marvelists. So, gentlemen. Yeah. On to our next subject. Gwyneth Paltrow might have screwed things up. Pepper. To the level of almost Mark Ruffalo or Tom Holland levels.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: and
0: yeah. it, it it could potentially be
1: a big reveal for the end of the next Avengers 4, whatever they call it, decide to call it. I'm hoping it's Well, first off guys, what do you think Avengers 4 is going to be called? I'm going with Endgame.
0: <sighs> well, I saw something the other day where they said the title of Avengers 4 is not mentioned at all in Infinity
1: War. And I heard and they, the flip side that it
0: was. Yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I'm not
1: sure where See, I like that they're doing that because it's tricking people and making them like question these things. Like, wait a minute, I heard it was supposed to be this. No, it's supposed to be this. Wait Mm -hmm. a minute. Yeah, (laughs) who the hell did I? It's a magic trick. It's sleight of hand. Yes, it. would be cool. Man, I'm not. I'm going to be completely honest. You just said that Avengers sleight of hand would actually be kind of a cool (laughs) title. Actually, no, Doctor Strange sleight of hand.
2: That well, that's no, it's a perfect slam dunk. Yeah, there.
1: If, see, if I worked for Marvel and I had my chance to write a uh, Doctor Strange story, that would make a damn good title. Hand, yeah. That is actually really cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, no doubt. Well, no, I mean, if he joins a ska band from the 1990s, yeah, <laughs> No, no, I'm, be talking, a about, idol, I'm talking
2: about I'm the Ant-Man sub-character. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> the, the comedian, Mencia. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't Mencia.
2: I
0: know. It just went and to the mind first of... <laughs> first of all, I should find you $100 for using the word Mencia and comedian in the same sentence. Oops. Oh, that...
1: <laughs> That is so savage It has a green fin It's written by Eric Larson Oh my <laughs> Yes I'm making A Savage Dragon reference And I'm proud
2: absolutely. of it Yeah yes you are mm-hmm.
1: If you guys don't want Any spoilers About Infinity War Shut this show off Right now And also ignore it Next week's episode Because that's just Going to be a straight up Spoiler <laughs> fest Well by that time well, By that time If you haven't seen it You know you're one of The four people Living
0: under that rock still so.
1: The movie's yeah. made Over a billion dollars It's yeah. absolutely And it hasn't even Opened in China yet That's, that's the amazing show. Yeah that's the amazing thing. It's expected to do big over there. But with Gwyneth Paltrow spoiling the movie, the movie opens essentially with the relationship between Pepper Potts and Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And they talk about you know their future, this, that, they're going to get married. And Gwyneth Paltrow, in an interview recently in a magazine, she mentions that they get married and have kids. Yeah. And that's their future and i'm wondering if she said that to throw some things out there to trick people
0: i mean it's a possibility you, you never well, know
1: with disney and yeah it was just a very bold move of them you know if that is the truth yeah. to do that if this happens and they write out the tony stark character in that kind of way they domesticate him essentially yeah is that the like is that, a, is that weak or is it actually good because it gives him you know a happy ending you don't see this very often I think it gives him a happy ending, and
0: it's also a way to keep him around just in case they want him for future films. I know Chris Evans is pretty much going into the directing game. I, I think he pretty much said he was done after 4. I hope um, that's not the case because I mean, yeah, he—that yeah, sounded. They, they might get him for a cameo, but I <sighs> think... Uh, unless Marvel, you know, backs up that Brinks truck worth of uh, money and just dump it on the front lawn.
2: It seemed like know, the article that came bad. out, it said he was done yeah. with Avengers 4 title uncertain
1: yeah oh that's my favorite title in the series avengers avengers untitled i with chris evans by the way i actually got this got me thinking the past like this today have since we've been doing the marvel rewatch have there been any movies that you've actually wanted to rewatch again after seeing them recently you know,
2: eventually, but I know with, the, with doing this podcast, it's like time to move on to the next one, so I haven't given it too much thought. But yeah, there'll be rewatches, there's no, no question about it, because I think the next one that would fall into a serious rewatch, meaning being on cable stations like FX, that will be on, you know, at least one weekend a month kind of thing, I think, I'm just checking down the list of everything we've seen, would probably be Captain America Civil War. Yeah. That, and, that hasn't fallen into, you know, that quote-unquote syndication well,
1: type earlier, of thing. Earlier today, you know, before we started recording, I've been hankering wanting to watch Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah, I just watched it the other day.
0: Uh-huh. I don't know why. Like I, it, I just The other day, I just started, last weekend, I just started watching, like, I watched the first Iron Man, I watched Thor, the first two Captain Americas, and for some reason I, I watched uh, Ant-Man. It was just, just random picking. I just don't know why. It's a
1: good pick. Yeah. And it, it's just interesting that, you know, these movies have that... We know. We know. Most people do, though, Eddie. <laughs> yes. In the interest yes. Of fairness, Eddie. Just, you even have it ranked low going, in yours.
0: Name the villain. Malakas. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's a good. man. <laughs> well, I'll do that to him randomly at the station. Albino
2: man. I mean, the you know.
1: Hall. Hey, Eddie. <laughs> the do you <laughs> the, really do that?
2: The albino guy with the red eyes. I, you know, Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's rubber bands in his mustache and so on. Yeah. Mario. See, I love when Eddie knows wrestling references. It makes me so happy inside. Well,
0: the 80s references, he gets a lot of them.
1: If I was to say today is Rusev Day, I don't know if he would get that. Yeah, uh, happy Rusev Day, by the <laughs> way. Day oh, but unhappy belated Rusev Day. Happy belated, yeah. And if I don't talk to you tomorrow or anything, happy, happy early in advance. Happy Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day, Eddie. Yeah, yeah sure. See, it's, it's only
0: going
2: over his head. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Metaphors don't go over my head. My reflexes are too fast. Too I will catch them. You're an imbecile. Oh man! But anyway, so Gwyneth Paltrow, like I said, might have spoiled it. Do you think this could be one of the biggest spoilers? Then probably not. And uh, no. And last year, Mark Ruffalo actually did spoil the movie <laughs> of Infinity War. <laughs> he streamed the audio with the first watch, fifteen, twenty minutes. Oops! Who's Wait, the hot mess when now? When was that? What? Mm. Uh, I heard about this kind of, but I didn't know like yeah. he did audio.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he did a he did a, a, a Facebook Live or something. And he put his phone in the pocket. He thought he had it, but he never turned it off. So while they were streaming, I think I want to say it was Ragnarok. He was streaming the first like fifteen or twenty minutes, and his phone kept ringing, huh. and he didn't want to answer it in the theater. And then <laughs> finally, someone someone from Disney they got a hold of somebody at the theater. And they came running down, and, and they were, like yelling at him, Seek, your,
1: phone is <laughs> on. your phone is on. I actually need to watch this. Wow. I know it's got to be on YouTube at least." But <laughs> damn, yeah. Oh man, but I th- I think the funniest thing is with Mark Ruffalo. He's such a good guy and he he I don't yeah. think he realizes the enormous situation no, that he's
2: no. in. Mm-hmm. He realizes the enormous situation character that he portrays, but
0: that's why when you have, when you see these press interviews or whatever when they're doing they always have, you know, him with let's say Chris Evans and and Tom Holland with Benedict Cumberbatch. Because you know that those two will stop them, the, the other ones, from saying anything.
1: Sorry, oh. I, just, um, I just Googled it and I just saw some of the headlines. Mark Ruffalo accidentally <laughs> live streams a portion of Thor Ragnarok. Because, of course, he did. <laughs> <laughs> And what, if, what I know also, Tom Holland has you know yeah. done some stuff accidentally. What's an, the biggest example of something he's done with that? I don't know. I, there's nothing I can think of. Because um... I know Benedict Cumberbatch like is paired with him on the tours, yeah. like the press junkets,
0: and, and they always talk about it. But there's nothing that I can think of.
1: And but yeah, when it came to you know Ruffalo accidentally spoiling it <laughs> for this movie a year ago, it's great to watch that footage now because I remember watching it when it first came out and everyone's like, oh. He's just messing around, but then you look at Don Cheadle's face now, and it's like, "Oh crap! This this was in, like this was his real reaction." Yeah. He goes, "Dude, Mark Ruffalo needs to be restrained," is what I'm getting at. <laughs> Mark, you can make your movies. He he just spoils movies in the middle of other movies. He does like a, he does a follow up to Zodiac where somehow you know. <laughs> And here's the ending of Infinity War (laughs) 2. On top of that, what's going on is also Marvel likes doing something that in the comic book community, it's kind of frowned upon. And I understand why. I understand on both sides of the argument of why it's a good thing and why it's a bad thing. But some of the comics in Marvel are actually going to be getting renumbering soon.
2: Oh, the actual comic books again! Now that's imminently happening within the next month thereabouts. Why? I'm... Yeah,
1: certain series will get a renumbering.
2: And I'd... no, no, no. I think there's quite a few that are. Yeah, but there's some ones
1: too. it's not happening. So, like, I know Spider-Man is staying on with 800 plus, I believe.
2: Oh, good. Now it's going to go from 800 to 800 plus. All right. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean? 801. <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly
2: think there's an, there's going to be an amazing Spider-Man number one.
1: Well, I know Nick Spencer is going aboard on that title and. I, yeah. If you haven't read any of the work of Nick Spencer, you really you're doing yourself a disservice, Eddie. I'm going to give you a solid recommendation for a series to check out: mm-hmm. The Superior Foes of Spider-Man,
2: a newer version.
1: It, so basically, or the previous one. This is the one from 2013 or 12. I want to say right. It's on my list. Uh, something
2: like that. It's in my possession. All He's 19 ready? issues, I think, or whatever.
1: Well, it's one of the funniest series in Marvel, and it's the you know the relationship of this rogues gallery of Spider-Man's villains that are kind of duds, right? The and, Beetle. Yeah, and Shocker. Shocker. And all these yep. characters just, you know, doing their thing. Ladybug. No. But it's so good. And this was the first time Nick Spencer worked on the Spider-Man character, and now he's doing the main Spider-Man title. He's a very funny writer, and he gets what Spider-Man is. He gets the tone of the character, he gets this, he gets that. And I feel like he's going to play very well off of Chip Zdarsky, who is doing spectacular Spider-Man okay. right now. And Chip is a very funny guy. Yeah. So. With a name
2: like Chip, it has to be good.
1: And delicious. (laughs) Whatever. Chip Zdarsky, a very delicious man. Chip which? Chip.
2: (laughs) What? It's a great ice cream sandwich.
1: He's got a point. (laughs) But. (laughs) You stop it. (laughs) Anyway, it's not fair to Flair. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So. Did you just do the Four Horsemen hand sign?
2: No, I was about to do another woo, but I just... You did the Four Horsemen hand sign, (laughs) too. He He did. That was was definitely channeled. That was not uh, intentional.
1: Eddie Wilson, Ric Flair cosplayer, coming soon to a con near you. Oh, no. Tear in his eye.
2: Woo! It'll be a distorted mashup of what I have already, which is (laughs) E-Man.
1: I mean the funniest thing was seeing mashup shirts with Rick Flair and in the Infinity Gauntlet fairly recently. I don't know if you've <laughs> really? seen, no. oh. seen that. It's Flair holding the Infinity Gauntlet and doing the four Horsemen hand sign and he's doing mid woo. It's seriously one of the coolest mashup that shirts awesome. I've ever seen. Everybody's
2: gonna have a gauntlet. <laughs> That's great.
1: You get a gauntlet, you get a gauntlet. <laughs> Spider Man action figure hanging up there, you don't get a gauntlet. <laughs> But Thor's hammer, you somehow get a gauntlet. We don't know where you're gonna. You could put it on the uh, handle, but whatever. That's exactly right. But yeah, going back to Nick Spencer's run on Spider-Man, Eddie, I recommend checking out what's going to be happening next. Yes, you do. Okay. And I know you don't pull books regularly anymore, right?
2: Correct. Not not very.
1: You really should get your hands on the upcoming Spider-Man stuff. I know you got the free Comic Book Day Spider-Man book, right? I did that's going to be like the perfect jumping on point.
2: Okay. so that's And it was meant to be that way, it sounds like. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's your marketing. Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't read the book yet because I still have to go through my free comic book day books from 2015 and 2016. Oh,
2: and no. Okay, well, at least I'm okay in that respect. Uh, well, I'm, I'm I just fun. haven't gotten to this year's yet. Yeesh.
1: But, guys, it's really cool seeing that free comic book day is a tradition that has been going on for the past few years.
2: 16. This was the 16th year. It started in 2002, I will tell you.
1: damn. You were there for day one? No, I'm
2: telling you from looking it up, if I'm going to talk about it on the radio, i got to have a little bit behind me as far as knowledge, but 16 years, yeah.
1: Guys, what is your favorite year for free comic book day?
2: That's tough. I I think from the years I've seen it and been a part of it, gone to it, this year, 2018, you had the most selection, 24, 30, maybe more titles, whether it was for the teenage and up years or for the kids, you had a lot to choose from. And a couple of local stores that I had gone to had that selection there. Maybe you get four from one table or whatever the story was at another store. They were pre-bagged into the age. They kind of broke it down into that. So I'm not even sure how much were pre-bagged to, uh, to look at. And then you also had a couple of giveaways like the mini poster for the upcoming Venom movie and another Cloak and Dagger. Square poster for the upcoming cloak and dagger. It was just a rectangle, Eddie. (laughs) Yeah. Or actually it was just a regular square. It's a square. What you just you know what he does.
1: Well you stop it. (sighs) But for myself, if I had to go with the year 2012. Like it was the year I fully got back into comics. And it's just that little memory of it all, you know? And also going I remember to my local comic shop and they were giving away the Avengers versus X-Men pins. And it led to this great exchange. Mm. I'll, t- yeah, I'll take an X-Men pin. Oh, wait, I hate the X-Men. I'll take an Avengers pin. <laughs> this is before I became a diehard X-Men fan. Oh so. uh,
2: Okay. Well, t- 2012 I think of as being the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. And the first time I got into a costume for a movie as, I'm going to say, old school Captain America, which means the the blue was a lighter, brighter
1: color. And because and... every person's episode of the show might be their first, Eddie... Please regale us with the story of when you wore that costume in the theater and the reaction. <laughs> that is seriously one of the that coolest was, baller was things, awesome.
2: awesome, incredible, fantastic, all amazing, all the above. Web it of really fantastic. never happened. Marvel I don't think up. didn't happen before. So my wife and with us, my father in law drive down to the theater in Middletown, and and I'm told we're getting out first. You wait a few a minute. <laughs> I don't want to see, and I'm going, and I walk out there. I know no sooner get to the curb to get close to the theater, and somebody's calling for me to take a picture. And 25, 30, you know, cell phone pictures later, I really wanted a picture by the the marquee with the movie poster, and that became the the picture taking spot. But it didn't end there because in the theater we were a group of five, and when we got into the theater just before it was about to start, there were no five seats in a row except for the second row so down we go and as i get into the the row the seat i I turn look up at the back of the auditorium and pretend that i was waving at somebody and the crowd erupted to just cheers it was unbelievable a guy that i passed when going into my seat is moving with his cell phone to take a picture saying my wife's not going to believe this the, the woman sitting next to me says, can I take your picture after the movie's over? I said, yeah, sure. Sorry, the only pictures allowed are pictures. Pictures of Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> Shoot the picture, yeah. But yeah, I just, I that's one of my favorite things because it's the impact of these characters and just seeing that in person, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was the beginning.
2: But unfortunately, that same year, within two months, and I'm sorry to put it a down note on it, is when the, I guess the first Dark Knight movie came out. And you had that unfortunate Aurora, Aurora second, Colorado movie. Second one. Second one.
0: Well, or the third one, the Dark, it was Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Then Aurora,
2: Colorado. Aurora, Colorado happened. The shooter in the in the theater, and that's where you had the the banning of no masks with coming into a, and again with any kind of object that might resemble a weapon would would not be allowed. So, but on the positive end, it was it was a fun thing, and I, I think even myself feel. So-so if I were to wear the costume other than on the, you know, opening weekend. I've had somebody say, actually, I may have come on the opening weekend, whether, let's say it was the Sunday of of the opening weekend. And a guy comes up to me and says, well, aren't you a little late for that? I'm like, what? (laughs) Saying to myself, like it was, like it already happened. Like if I didn't wear it opening day, then it's passe. I've, I've, yeah, you should you know,
1: still do whatever you want to do which is a, you should, you should yeah look
0: at the guy and say well this is sunday right this is how I dress them. this is my sunday best <laughs>
2: it could you know you just sometimes don't expect things out of and some people don't know how to react it's it's true in, in all cases because especially with with kids because they love a super, certain superhero but then they'll see that person and be like so flipped out or in a positive way Flip Wilson. that they'll be not sure what to how to react to right. that
1: Oh come on! Don't, don't
2: yes, and don't. Geraldine too.
1: Ooh, thank you. Good reference. Jeez. <laughs> but
2: yeah, want to go to bat? Come on. <laughs> now <laughs> and I don't it. need Lucille for this either.
1: Different universe of <laughs> comics, Eddie.
2: Okay, comics is comics. <laughs> true,
1: true. That's absolutely true. Okay, anyway. and to be fair, I wouldn't expect him to pull that reference. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> In passing,
1: Eddie just starts swearing for the rest of the Do episode. You know what
0: happened to Glenn? <laughs>
1: Huh. Huh. Not good we're talking about Glenn Danzig of the band <laughs> The Misfits with his whoa oh whoa oh, oh oh Glenn
2: Talbot I'll go with maybe okay
1: but anyway so guys the topic matter at hand is 2018's Black Panther and Trey we brought you on for this episode because we know you're a big fan of Black Panther mm-hmm. and we want to know do you feel this movie did the character justice
0: absolutely I, I I couldn't I mean I when I first saw him in Civil War you know I I knew originally that they had two plans because I I know that they were working they had a plan with Spider Man and without him and I know w- w- without Spider Man he had a bigger part which I would have loved to have seen uh, but I like the, the I like Civil War the, the way we got it but uh, this 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 twenty eighteen film it really opened up the world of Wakanda the way that's um, I mean, it, re- it really opened up the world of Wakanda a lot.
1: It opened it up, just like,
0: just just like I, I guess, just so, like I always imagined it. You know.
1: Well, I was going to go just like they opened up uh, Wakanda to the world. Yeah. At The end of the, <laughs> the movie. And there
0: you go. No, because you know, every because you know, over the years, you know, you've seen different versions of it. You know, in the comics and in and in video games and, and in TV, uh, the cartoons or whatever. When they, when, they, when they a couple of episodes of other shows where they have to go to Wakanda, and they they always. Show them like 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 the primitive side. They, I mean, yes, they have the, the spears, you know, the, the the advanced tech and stuff like that, but they always show them, you know. As as you see in the beginning of the film, where where they, they th- the, the way the world, I guess, in the, in the beginning of the movie, thinks of Wakanda as a third world nation, right? And yet that they they sh- when they when they actually get there and they see this this grand, you know, architecture and all this technology based on, on this resource that they have. It's it and that even sherry who's my new favorite character and i think i did
1: not expect to leave the movie as big of a fan of her as yeah. i did, did you? yeah no
0: yeah, just from that first scene when he when he first gets to the thing and he greets his mother and her and he said, did she freeze did he freeze so
2: yeah no she's good she's good for her character and in a supporting role and stuff but quick question quick trivia question what do black panther and deadpool have in common what is it they you can't see them talking with their mouths
1: huh I never noticed. Like I never realized. Yeah. You could also throw in Moon Knight. Yeah. Well, okay. But in terms of the actual, Spider-Man. the you know movies. True. Wow. Okay. I never even thought of that. I, I just went there. So. Yeah, Spider Man. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Although, although half the time he's got his mask
1: off. So. Batman during flu season.
2: Oh. <laughs> this 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 recent cold of yours is really taking its toll. I know. On us, just,
1: but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just did not expect to leave the film as big of a fan of the Shuri as I did. Yeah, neither did I. And she was one of those characters that when I heard she was going to be Infinity War, I yeah. was like, wow, really? I'm She's... excited, yeah. They didn't use her that much. No, but, but they, the parts they, the parts that she, they used her in I thought were great. They, yeah. And we,
0: and we still don't know what happened to her. We don't know if she you know, survived the snap, if you will.
1: Well, but, S- spoilers, <laughs> Trey.
2: I've got the power. There's a song that they missed. Possibly, or couldn't get the rights to. That might have maybe lightened the mood of of Infinity War too much. But I've yeah. got the power by snap. I mean, come on,
0: well, it, that's a that's cool. a we'll
2: that's a, a fit us. like a glove kind of thing, you yeah. know. Matchup fits like a gauntlet. Exactly right. Other thing now, it's probably been discussed. I'm just thinking of it randomly. Is I well? It's because I recently heard Chadwick Boseman's natural speaking voice and such a pretty far cry from the Black Panther character voice.
1: So I'm going to say to you guys this, because I've been thinking this ever since I saw Infinity War and I heard T'Challa speak. Chadwick Boseman has the most relaxing voice out of any of the characters in the MCU when he's when he yeah. used T'Challa. Like It's just a, such a soothing voice. I'm just like, I'm in a good place right now. And he, it's, it's just funny how he speaks. It's just so relaxing and calming. And I'm like, wow. I could listen to this man read audiobooks, is T'Challa.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I could see that, or yeah, hear that. The only other movie I've seen him in, outside of the MCU, uh, MCU films, I know he was in the James Brown biopic, I didn't see that. He's in 42. and 42, and oh. again, he's very soft-spoken in that. It's, it's almost
1: like... I think that's... So, I think going with a soft-spoken portrayal is very beneficial for Black Panther, yeah. because also... You factor in, in a literal sense, he's quiet like the night. Yeah. Black Panther. But knight. towards
2: the end of Black Panther, when he's seeing his father again and being very upset with him, yeah. him doing the wrong thing, he, uh, it's bold. pretty impactful when he is upset. So it, I think you, it, it gets through and to you. Yeah, re- it really resonates inside of you. It shakes you up, sort of.
1: And I think the thing about Chadwick Boseman's portrayal in this film is how strong he was, you know? Yeah. And this is a character that people have been waiting for years to see, you know, a live-action portrayal. And, yeah, we had that in the form of Captain America Civil War, but we got the character fleshed out in this. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a throwaway, you know, movie for him. It was something that was solid, something that was strong and concise. Yeah. That isn't the case in some Marvel movies where it's a solo outing, you know? And I feel this was a strong script, strong direction by Ryan Coogler.
0: Yeah, who's who's a great... I've seen a couple of other things that he's directed. Creed, obviously.
1: I haven't seen Creed, and I've wanted to for a while. Excellent. Vale yeah. Station is also with Michael B. Jordan. Excellent film. I would say this movie really has helped kickstart the career even more so. Oh, absolutely. Michael B. Jordan, especially. Absolutely. Mm. absolutely. And we're going to get into the discussion of Killmonger, because Killmonger... Marvel is a very good track record lately with successful villains
0: yeah and it didn't always wasn't always like that
1: yeah and
0: Fa- phase one in particular comes to
1: mind yeah very weak villains but strong you know as the movies go on which yeah, is have gotten shorter, cool yeah.
2: but, other than the fact that some of these villains were short-lived yeah the right way i'm
1: going to like yeah. you know crossbones as, yeah, yeah, as yeah. one well, cross-
0: <laughs> technically crossbones in the beginning of
1: Hey, he might show back up again in a future movie. Because, as evident, we'll wi- often- I, no. supposedly in the interest of fairness, did we ever think we'd see the Red Skull again?
0: No, that, that, was, that was that was a fun surprise.
1: That was a great yep. surprise. Yep. It's not couldn't be Hugo Weaving, but hey, still. I don't think I don't think he really enjoyed playing the character. He hated the makeup. Yeah. I, no, know, he didn't hate the makeup. I believe he hated. How they wrote the character, I believe, something like that. He
0: he just... You can tell when they're having fun with it. Yeah. You can tell Tom Hiddleston is having fun with it. Josh Brolin is having fun with it. Michael B. Jordan
1: was having fun with it. Um, Michael B. Jordan had so much fun where he had them make his costume look like Vegeta's from Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) Huh. And, you know, Michael B. Jordan is a humongous anime fan, so... Hmm. To have him get that little input into his, you know, role... That, again, shows how cool Marvel is compared to a lot of the other studios, yeah. where they will listen to the whims and the whimsies of the actors and performers. I, I just, I think they they are off to a good start with this movie, especially.
0: Yeah.
2: And you went as far as you could, I think, with, with the other villain of, of Ulysses, Claw, I guess.
1: Uh, See, Claw was a really good villain as well in this film.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, Andy Serkis again. I've I've liked him in almost everything he's done, both CG and non CG
1: roles. Mm-hmm. And he, his delivery, his almost sense of manicness was yeah. great.
0: Yeah, he, he was just he was just this side of crazy. Yeah, like, he, that, you, that you weren't sure if he, if he was unhinged
2: or not. Yeah. He could go. Yeah, yeah, true, absolutely.
1: So now, one of the things about this movie that I found very Unique is the fact that we essentially got an origin story, but we didn't, you know? Yeah. And... Well, which is it? You literally open the movie up with a tale of how the Black Panther became the Black Panther. Mm -hmm. And it's in a very unique way. It was like an inheritance. No. It was like a child getting told by his father a story of, you know, like myths and legends and stuff like that. Yes,
2: five tribes, I think, was part of that
1: story. And it was gorgeous to look at.
2: And
0: yeah. That's what I can say about the entire movie, it's beautifully shot. Even you know the stuff that you know the, the, that obviously had a CG, in I mean it's it's gorgeous. It doesn't look like you know they half-assed anything.
1: They full-assed it.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... Well, some of the, some of the earlier Marvel stuff. You know, you can you can see some of the effects aren't as good today as they are. You know,
1: what would you use as an as an example? Thor two. Thor two
0: yeah just just the movie it's not as good today <laughs> as it was <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> Eddie comment <laughs> Malakas
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but because uh, I just re- recently rewatched uh, the first Thor and the Dark World uh, uh, over the weekend admittedly a- and uh, yeah and I don't know why I watched a second one but um, I'm
2: compelled compelling you to <laughs> masochism like, is fun yeah but
0: like it's, like the, the end sequence the big fight on the Bifrost the Bifrost I don't think holds up as well today as it.
1: I mean, I I like the Bifrost. Well, I, I like the Rainbow Bridge stuff in the first movie. Yeah, but
0: I, mean, it was, I don't know. It just doesn't seem. I think they could have done. I think they could have done that better. You know, today than they did. Yeah,
2: maybe. Maybe it wasn't quite as all the all the graphics, the technology stuff. But but speaking of fighting, the the uh, ritual challenge of Black Panther. Near the waterfalls and you know the rocky precipices and everything like that, I just had a side note in, in what I had jotted down that using the the TLC song "Waterfalls" would probably not have worked in in this no, movie because no. that, that would kind of that, that, that would soften it too
0: Instead much. Making, you know,
2: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Well, I find it funny that there's a very prevalent thing in the internet community of Marvel where fans will heavily you know say, "Hey, we want this song to appear in a movie, or we want this to happen in this movie." And it's kind of like fan service, but I love when, you know, creators will say, no, we're not going to do that. Well, it's got to fit. Like James Gunn recently on Twitter about Guardians 3, there's been a thing going on where people say, you know how Guardians 3 should open? With Smash Mouth's All-Star. Why? Because it's a funny song on the internet. It was already used in Shrek. Yeah, and Mystery Men. Okay, done. But it's funny because it was used in Shrek. You know what I mean? And what was what was James Gunn's reaction or response? One word: no. And I loved him for Perfect. it. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Yeah, I mean, the song has got to fit. Like, look at Ragnarok. Look at uh, Led Zeppelin.
1: But it's random, and so are the Guardians. Don't you know that? I'm trying to go to like another Smash Mouth song, and I'm thinking of like
2: Walking you know, on the Sun. Well, maybe, or when the morning comes, depending on your opening sequence. You're yeah.
1: shot, whatever. But yeah. again, would you want to open a Guardians movie with no. Smash I, Mouth? No. No, you
2: got to stick to the 70s. If you're going to stay in the same genre, the same area of music, then you're definitely not going to do that, right? We have right. to stick to the same movies, like Black Panther.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we have to get back to that. <laughs> Thank
2: you. <laughs> so, I know. It's but, my fault. I said Waterfalls, so you <laughs> went chasing after other songs. <laughs> Good I reference.
1: I appreciated that reference. That is exactly right. But, yeah, guys, I think... With these movies, it's great to see the evolution of how Marvel does their special effects in yeah. both a CGI standpoint and a practical effects standpoint. Yeah. And you get these movies that look incredible and breathtaking. And it's cool to see how far... Marvel has gone in the 10 years yeah. since they yeah. started well, well,
0: one thing I do like that I think still holds up, you know, Tony Stark's original Iron Man suit, they, he actually had to wear that. That wasn't, I mean, there were some parts that were CGI. Yeah. But for the moment, yeah. he was wearing that suit that was just recently stolen. Oh. Well, I, don't, I don't know if you saw, heard that. Heard about that, yeah.
1: <laughs> they even
2: yeah. had said how much the weight of that was, 50, 75 pounds something, of... Something like that. Yeah. You
0: know? And uh, how do They steal, ran you know? off in it. How do you just steal Iron Man's suit? That, that still looks good from the first from the first Iron Man. Obviously, looks better as the the movies continued, and they've used more CGI so it's easier on Robert Downey Jr. You just sounded like Samuel L.
2: Jackson saying, the little brother came in and just
0: kicked your ass and took your suit.
2: (laughs) Hey, throwback. Thank you. I'm down with that. Okay. But part of the thing that you find out about too... With respect to the beginning, the storytelling is the whole concept of uh, vibranium. I don't think we knew up until this movie
1: that it was a meteorite that came from outer space. Yeah, we just knew it was this really cool metal in the yeah, films. Yeah, it was valuable. Yeah. yeah,
2: and I don't know if it's a near endless supply that just happened to land in Wakanda.
0: Well, they say it's you a know. Mount- they, they say say got a mountain's worth, and well, that's they, a lot. <laughs> they haven't scratched the surface. I think they mentioned in the movie. So
2: yeah. then you have to, if you really start thinking about uh, it, then do it's you like
0: know a whole MCU has the. Uh, the rights to like the Savage Land because there's a,
1: a, second type. I of believe they do. I, be- oh, they do. I believe. Oh really? Oh boy. Yeah. So we could see Kazar one day.
0: That that would be awesome. Sure. Kazar and Zabu. Don't forget
1: Shanna. Hmm. I forgot about Dre, so I might as well forget <sighs> about Shanna. Oh.
2: But if a but if a whole <laughs> mountain, but if a whole big big meteor mountain worth of vibranium landed, didn't you think that would have fairly really done a number on the planet in general? I don't know. It cooled off rapidly in water. Wait, that's a Reed Richards Dr. Doom reference. (laughs) And metal. What happens when you cool hot metal rapidly? Well, what happens, Eddie? You get a Victor Von Doom statue.
1: (laughs) Man, i have going off topic a little bit, but I've been... A little bit? I've been reading a little bit of the Jonathan Hickman Marvel run, and if you guys love the MCU stuff, I highly recommend checking that out just because so much of the MCU is actually based upon that guy's work Mm -hmm. and if we ever see the Fantastic Four, who I feel would tie very well with Black Panther, especially given Black Panther made his first appearance in a Fantastic Four book.
2: Yes, there
1: you go but it's it's just so worth it, but I, I digress
2: That's the one that they should put out soon will be the True Believers run the Dollar Comics run of Fantastic Four will be featured with about a half a dozen titles Wait, they're doing that? That's coming recently. I saw that in a new uh previews issue. And yeah, about half a dozen Fantastic Fours, including like the first two Fantastic Four issues, the Galactus issue number forty eight, some others. Yeah, But Fantastic I would have forced coming I, back. But I don't well that's the tie-in, but I don't believe they they're reprinting. No. They're not reprinting the Black Panther appearance as a True Believer dollar issue. that's
1: already been reprinted a bunch of times, too. Oh. I actually have a Fantastic Four Black Panther, you know, first appearance reprint from, I think, 2007 or something, or six. Oh, all right. And that book goes for, like, about $8,200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a reprint that was limited in its run, and people were like, oh, wow, I should buy this. And no one did. Uh. And now, because of that, people made it scarce- Etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But.
2: Shall we now drop into the Stan Lee appearance in this movie?
1: This is actually going with it, the best acted next to. <laughs> <from> <laughs> the Drunken Stand? <laughs> that one, it's up there because it's Stan telling a story how he does this. Yeah. It's just his acting is top notch compared to all of his other cameos. It's really, really good.
2: But his description as, in the credits, the thirsty gambler?
1: It's not wrong.
2: I guess he wanted all those chips so he could go out boozing.
1: <laughs> it was, it was a very great cameo from Stan. Yeah. yeah, well acted.
0: Yeah, one one of the better ones.
1: And it's just how subtle he was with his actions, you know. <laughs> yeah. And Stan, uh, this is certainly stronger than next week's cameo. I would say. I. I w- <sighs> We're going way yeah, off topic. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm trying uh, to. I would agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. That we're going way off topic. Yes. Well, we yeah.
2: Are. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well.
0: Statements.
2: It's it's waves and ebbs and flows and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a river. Absolutely, like a twig on the shoulders of a mighty river. Sorry, that was I a John. For hope. That was a John Candy, Steve Martin, Plains trains, automobiles reference.
0: Wow! I don't know if we're gonna do a planes, trains, and automobiles reference, I can do more. You got to do the you got to do the airport scene. Oh, jeez! I was
2: hoping four wheels could... and a seat. Let's go there, okay? Yeah.
1: that so what well, you. But I don't want to get language again. No, yeah, no, that's it. That's
2: why I just said it: four wheels and a seat.
1: But yeah, guys, with the movie also, Eddie, what else happens? I'm terrible. The part, you, right? you know what? The part in
2: this movie that I have to have a little issue with is the whole process of. Part of the the ritual challenge where the powers of the Black Panther are taken away. It, it just seems so simple or easy to go from okay, I got the powers of the Black Panther, and now I don't, and you know,
1: I kind of like that. Yeah, it makes it's like
2: it an a, on and off a, switch. Fair,
0: yeah, a fair fight.
2: If it has to go that way, okay, I'm going along with it, fine. But yeah, it's like, in the vein of not following what the comics.
1: We're it's like... like it's, it's like playing it's... a video game against somebody who's got a game genie on. You know, you <laughs> <know what laughs> it's right.
0: Yeah, like in, in, you know, a video game world, Rey Mysterio could theoretically beat Braun Strowman. In real life, Braun Strowman would eat him without, you know...
1: It's over, Anakin. <laughs> I have the high ground. And I have legs. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Oh, man, Eddie, we should do the Star the uh, star Warvelists. <laughs> wow okay <laughs> i mean technically marvel is star wars too they got comics They're they, they got
2: comics and that's exactly right so
0: that would be cool
1: what's a crossover
0: well no just a cool scene in in, in avengers four
1: you know star warbless yeah,
0: yeah thanos uses uh one of the gems the reality gem to go into the star wars universe <laughs> oh
1: god Shh <laughs> so anyway guys anyway eddie going back over to what you just mentioned with the taking away the powers yeah let me ask you both. When that scene happened, you saw the purple stuff that he was drinking. Did you guys believe that? Oh crap! That's one of the Infinity Gems. Like something involved with it. I did at first.
0: That was that first. At first, crossed my mind because the, the only one that was the Soul Stone.
1: Correct. I, I was trying to c- connect it, but I couldn't. And we and, all I, knew... and I
2: didn't connect it to be honest, because I saw purple stone already in Guardians. So. Yeah,
1: that's when yeah. I saw like, oh, wait a minute, Guardians, that's in...
0: Yeah, a... and that's, I guess I think that's where my mind couldn't make the connection either. Yeah. So I wasn't sure, because the power uh,
1: stone was... Uh... And it turns out the soul stone was in Tony Stark all along, because he was <laughs> uh... Howard Stark's greatest creation. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Marvelous. <laughs> okay, dum 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 I don't know why I went with Johnny Cash for that, but here we are. I, I just feel that doing the... Not having a soul stone in this movie was a bold decision, too. Because we're wondering, wait, where is it going to be? Oh, so now where is it going to be now? We don't know. Right. right. Mm. And it did make me more excited for Infinity War, you know? Yeah. And
0: We didn't get any hints in, in any of the Guardians movies, did we? Cause we no. Because in uh, Gamora knew where it was, but there was
1: nothing that, that I can think of that... Uh, yeah, no hints whatsoever. That
0: said, said that previously.
1: No. Okay. And also, with Black Panther, we have a lot... I, I say the world-building in this is at its strongest. Yeah. It it definitely expands it a lot bigger than New York. And seeing, you know, the perspective of what Wakanda is to the world before we know really what Wakanda is... Yeah.
0: That's, that's why I love one of my favorite well, scenes is... Yeah, I, I love how they they when they go through the the hologram and and they, they show this expansive what do you want to call it downtown Wakanda or whatever it's called you know the the city of what it's really like, but then they show one of those other scenes where he's with his friend, uh, played by Daniel Kalua from Get Out, and it's like,
1: man him he, and
0: he's like he's living on the plains and it's like you, you, I need you to guard the border with the with his pet rhino which I was which was pretty cool. Uh, yeah,
2: the armored rhinos and. Uh... Yeah, yeah, like you said him flying into it and the illusion going away and him saying uh yeah, but saying but just, this never just gets old. It
0: opens up the world, you know, yep. that yeah. and then you got Mbaku, Winston Duke in, in the the uh in the mountains that uh comes and helps him out, you know, he fights him in the beginning and then he helps him out at the end of the movie.
1: Going back to Daniel by the way.
0: Daniel,
1: yeah. Man, that guy has had one hell of a year starting. Yeah. Like he February 2018 <laughs> and then going backwards to the previous year with Get Out.
0: To, to the previous what was that came out in what February as well? Little, um, right? I
1: believe so. It was, yeah. yeah, 2017, and and
0: who'd have thought that a movie that comes out in February of all months would? That's usually, January, February is usually the dumping ground. Yeah, and that uh, movie had the staying power to get nominated for an Oscar yeah. uh, several like a year
1: later. So,
2: several, yeah. Wait a minute, I'm thinking Deadpool.
1: No, we're, we're talking about Get Out.
2: Yeah, no, yeah fe- February know. movie came out. I thought Deadpool yeah, no, no, was no, no, in no, February of Deadpool. one year. Yeah.
0: No, uh, I don't know if you've seen Get Out.
1: No, I haven't, but oh, Get Out is fantastic. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah I wasn't thrilled about the commercial for it, but or it didn't it didn't hold my interest.
1: If you like Alfred Hitchcock style movies, you'll. Oh like them. well, yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't think that, that that's, was that's the okay. To
0: put it. Okay, all right. It's, it's definitely along the uh, the vein of Hitchcock. Mm-hmm.
1: Very Hitchcockian. If that's okay. a word, it's your it's word. A, it's now a word. Go with it. Hitchcockian. <laughs> I feel Kugler's directing decisions in this movie also are so strong and the character arcs that we have throughout the movie, like the redemption essentially of T'Challa is so great. Yeah. What he's do, what T'Challa's is doing is he's getting his home back. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's fighting against an outsider who let's be real here. Killmonger was not wrong with 99.9% of what he was talking about. No, he wasn't.
2: No, that's right. In fact, I think that spurred the question to possibly answer that was sent in to us on the uh, on the site. Yes. On... Uh, about the relation of those two, like the family didn't know about his character and, and that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, we got a few questions from our Facebook fan, Aubrey Cooper, and on our Facebook page, I will read off all the questions that she asked us. Aubrey asked, how come the whole entire royal family didn't know that Kilmonger and T'Challa were cousins? Mm. And I think that's a very good question to ask. But I think he was just swept under the rug. They didn't know about him. Yeah, the only person that knew was Forrest Whitaker. Correct. And I was surprised I they didn't do something with him in this movie, by the way. Like they've done in other Marvel movies, they'll bring an older actor in and de-age them. You know, how yeah. we got that with Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. How we yeah. get that with certain actors in the Star Wars movies. Yeah. And it was just surprising they didn't do that with him. and Instead, they had another actor play yeah. Forrest Whitaker's character. And yeah. that's well, fine. And
0: they had another actor play uh, T'Chaka as well. A younger T'cha- uh, T'Chaka. But
1: yes. But they couldn't do the de-aging stuff? I, I'm sure they could. But I didn't mind. Yeah. I was, you know... I mean, they could have, you know, de-aged Michael B. Jordan to the point of him being a little kid. No, <laughs> Yes, right. But just Magic Johnson jersey. (laughs) Growing up with that name, you know? Man. But yeah, I just, I feel the decision not to do de-aging was, it was a nice change of pace. Yeah. Because yeah, you're going to see them look different. You're going to see them this, you're going to see them that. But it's always like, I think they, I think that was, I guarantee, a decision by Kugler.
0: Yeah, most likely. He was
1: like, no, I want to give another actor a paycheck yeah. instead of, you know... Yeah, that's right. That's what I was thinking. More, you can hire more people. Better elsewhere. I, I, I don't know. I just I think it was, it was a good idea to do that.
2: On the topic of questions, though, I guess I wasn't completely clear on how the train in Wakanda dampens the powers or takes them away of both Killmonger and Panther.
0: What the train at the end?
2: When they're having their last fight scene, yeah.
0: It doesn't dampen their powers. It stops the... Uh, it, like, interrupts the vibra- the molecules of the vibranium. <laughs> so it's... You know, when, when they strike, not, there's not the protection there. You're striking your fist on, on chest or whatever. And not, even though... The
2: absorption is not there. The absorption
0: is not there, yeah.
2: Because it's in the lines of this this train of some sort yeah yeah because, tracks uh, yeah, uh, because
0: with the vibranium on the train something doesn't work or uh, I, forgot, I forgot how they put it I,
1: uh, it was like wasn't it magnetism
0: yeah it was some, something with the magnetism with the, i just watched the movie last night i can't believe i can't remember uh,
1: and it was recently it. released again on itunes so you can enjoy it anytime you want
0: yeah yeah i got it on, on uh, voodoo so
1: isn't it crazy how fast these movies come out by the way oh yeah Although yep. I'm still in disbelief how fast it took them to release Logan on DVD, that was incredibly uh, fast within the course of about a month and a half. Whoa, okay. Same that's with right, that's right. That's same right. with Deadpool. Do, yeah,
0: that's right. I do remember that that it was very fast with a Logan
1: and Deadpool. Like I said, just that was a big surprise. Deadpool will probably be on Blu-ray and DVD around July. Let's be honest here. Well, but. The thing about Killmonger, going back to the whole Killmonger was right, you literally have scenes with him at the very end, right before his character kills himself. The line of, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew that death was better than bondage. That's a... That's that's powerful. That is... Yeah, that's profound. That
0: is powerful. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's, again, you're taking a movie like a superhero movie to talk about these political and sociological issues yeah. it's a brave and bold decision to do that yeah. because you don't see the superhero movies as that you know yeah you just made a reference brave, wow. and, oh,
2: and, brave and bold, and didn't know wow. it and he just started like wow. his head. wait wait what
0: Whoop. there it is and, and you know uh just recent new uh, casting today i don't know if you heard about annette benning is joining captain marvel we don't know what role she's going to be. She's a four-time Oscar nominee. That nominee. Four time. Four time. Four time. Four time. Just like the Buffalo Bills, she's got. She's been to the show four times. Never won the big one. It's it's a, it's a testament to how the MCU has changed how films are perceived in just the past ten years. Would you think you know ten years ago we would see
1: Academy Award
0: winning actors in a superhero movie?
1: I would say yes, only in the aspect of past their prime. Yeah. But when they're getting them in their prime and when yeah. they're getting them as big names, yeah, that yeah, is w- a big
0: w- deal. I, when I first saw Winter Soldier, and I saw Robert Redford. I was like, really? Yeah. They, think they got Robert freaking Redford to do this? Yeah.
2: Well, that's a past prime Glenn example, <laughs> was, yeah.
0: But they, they, yeah. They, they, these are, I mean, they're, they're past Glenn their, Farr. but prime. But, but they're still these huge names. Sam Rockwell. Man, I would yeah. love to see him come back as Justin Hammer, and he might. You <laughs> never know. He might. Yeah, he was. He was one of my favorite parts of, of Iron Man too.
1: He helped get the bird.
2: <laughs> the, what did you do? Is it my birthday? I got the bird.
0: Michael <laughs> from Russia. He, Michael Keaton. He was Batman in
1: 1989. Yes. He yeah, plays Birdman. He What, twelve or thirteen? He's a like
0: vulture. And now he's the vulture.
1: There's a pattern here. And one thing I have to ask is with the casting of Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, would you say this is his redemption for making up for 2015's. Redemption. Oh, the,
0: the, the film we must not speak
1: of. <laughs> I would say Voldemort
0: before we I was trying to
1: merge Voldemort and Fantastic Four. Yeah, Fantastic Four okay. Demort.
2: <laughs> I just felt like I was. Is the question that really had Voldemort. to be asked?
0: Yeah. Well, well yeah. Well, to
2: be, to no, that's
0: not the question that has to be asked. <laughs> to, to, yes. Where's the Mandarin? <laughs> To, to be fair, he was the only part of that movie that I actually enjoyed watching. Was his portrayal of the character? Yeah. He, he was like the only one that was trying. Mara was not trying. Miles Teller was sleepwalking through half of his stuff.
1: And isn't it <laughs> funny that Human Torches are always the best parts of these Fantastic Four movies, <laughs> and then they leave and I go think, oh, over
0: to be something better?
1: <laughs> I mean, man, even in the uh, right. Fantastic Four, the uh, oh. Human Torch was great. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that. Wow, that's gotta be that's gotta be a rewatch.
0: Yeah, that,
1: that's. I'm sure it's still available on YouTube. I'm sure somebody. Oh, definitely. It. It'll never leave, because <laughs> Marvel doesn't want to. Oh, we have to claim ownership of this thing. No,
0: no. Yeah, yeah. The day Marvel claims ownership of that is the day George Lucas claims ownership of the Star
1: Wars holiday special. After he breaks every single one with a hammer. Oh no! I think he's trying. <laughs> he missed one or two. But... He one day he'll find him. <laughs> one day he'll find him but yeah just michael b jordan's performance is one say, of this is great. and again it's a discussion of, one of is he one of the strongest villains not in terms of power but in terms of performance of all the MCU villains i would say so
0: yeah i, I would i would say right now there's uh, the three strongest
1: villains are are michael b jordan thanos and loki See, I, I would go with Loki to an extent, but he's more of a playful character.
0: Yeah, yeah, and perfect mischief. Hello, yeah, yeah but, but up until you know the beginning of, of Infinity War, you, you weren't really sure which side he was going to be on.
1: I um, still say the best three are Loki. Er, <laughs> see, I still <laughs> see. I still, say, I still say the best three are Killmonger, Thanos, and the Vulture. And it's weird to say the vulture because Yeah,
0: it, I I would put I would put vulture in as number 4.
1: The, the Mount Rushmore of villains. <laughs> oh shit.
0: Well, yeah, no if you're going to look at if you're going to look at Loki as 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 the uh
1: He could be the Lincoln the, monument. The,
0: yeah, yeah, the the, 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 uh, the I mean, yeah, Lincoln's on there. back and forth or whether the Tweener if you will, not really a villain, not really uh I love Tweener. No, not, yeah, not I love a heel, not a face. Uh a white meat baby <laughs> face. Yeah, yeah, then I would put uh uh, my, uh, Michael Keaton as the vulture in there as as the
1: top three. White meat or dark meat? Because we're going with the white meat baby face. <laughs> that 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 joke is awful, Peter. When do we start? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Also, just the world, like I said, the world building yeah. to the point where it was so strong it, it crossed over into the real world. You know? And... This movie was a pop culture juggernaut. Oh, absolutely. And would you guys say the impact was so big that it was hard to ignore?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely.
1: What, yeah, you no. couldn't because
2: it was if if in terms of impact, you mean what it what it did to the movie going community, the, the the revenue? Yeah, that's super impactful. That's, that's how movie, I think of it when you when you pose that.
1: It was a movie where almost every so, uh, showing was sold out, and yeah. by us, I went to go see this movie in preparation on the day before the final showing, and the theater wasn't sold out, but almost every single good seat was taken. Yeah, every, like all the back seats, all the middle seats, only yeah. ones not available were front, or all the ones available were front row. Front row, but mm-hmm. yeah,
0: and uh, the last time I, I saw it twice in theaters, I saw it the day it came out. Uh, actually, I think
2: I read it to you that day. It's literally yeah, and that's not just a one-time thing, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, no, no. That, that's
0: the it tra- that, They that do, the Tray they go. They I call see. it the Trey Stone showing. Yeah. Um, TSS. Yeah, yeah. We saw. I saw it the, the opening night that Thursday, and then I saw it a double feature right before Infinity War. I went, How was I went from, that? Uh, that was great. I went. <laughs> I went from Black Panther right into Infinity War. And uh even that screening uh, the, it wasn't sold out,
1: but you you're right there was there was wait, uh, you were there for that one wait uh, that was when we both left right infinity war so you saw Black Panther in the same theater a few hours earlier no no i was i was
0: in the same i was in i was down in a downstairs theater
1: oh okay, I got you, I got
0: yeah, you yeah. I got you yeah but uh even even that screening it was a smaller theater it wasn't it wasn't full, but there there was I would say there were about fifteen or twenty people in in the the, the theater. And I do remember one person who was sitting behind me. She she actually left, as the credits started to roll. And then as I was walking out, she came back in. She said that uh, she 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 had to leave. She she had to go to the bathroom. She couldn't hold it. But she wa- she was she had she hadn't seen the movie yet, so she wanted to know what the the end the post credit sequence was. So I, 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 I explained it to her. And then she's like, okay, thank you. And then I go up to uh, Infinity War, and, and now she's sitting in two rows in front of me. <laughs>
1: At least you went to the bathroom before that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two hours and 48 minutes is nothing to <laughs> all half That's at. a long one. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. not, that's not a fun one to and, sit through.
1: And, you know, with, with Black Panther, we also have Winston Duke, who plays the character of Mbaku, a.k.a. Uh, Manape. And his character, with that group of, Which, you know, all of yeah. them, they were, in my opinion, the next to Shuri. The underappreciated and really awesome characters. Well, I don't think Sherry was underappreciated, but I think uh, yeah, I did, I yeah, think you know. Right. Were, yeah. Well, I, I would go more with the ones we didn't expect. expect to, to, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean when yeah. I not underappreciated, yeah. just like unexpected, yeah. like unexpected. Like, wow, these characters right. ruled.
2: Yeah. Did and, we not hear though the 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 name Manape? Because I heard about it in passing, and then I didn't realize for did Connect. I don't. Okay, I don't believe not. they did necessarily. Yeah. Okay.
0: But I, I know that's I, I know that's uh, the that's who he is. Although, I don't know if the way they, they set it up in this movie and in Infinity War, I don't know if they're going to yeah. turn him heel eventually.
1: Or... The reason they didn't call him man in the movie is because Marvel felt there was a lot of racial implications that don't sit well in having a black character dress up as an ape. Yeah, well, so... they, they had
0: him wear the mask when he first introduced the the, uh, yeah. the gorilla mask, but uh, when he fought
2: that... Yes, won. right. And, and then there was saw, the it cave. Was alluded
0: to, but it wasn't explicitly said. right.
2: And then you saw the big face in the cave, or of yeah. the cave entrance, or at least the fortress of that type of in the side yeah. of the mountain, or yeah. So you have that represented there, which is fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. They 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 made proper reference to I can and I can certainly understand them not wanting to push those yeah. racial boundaries, especially in this movie.
2: Oh yeah, well,
1: exactly. I was going to say, how about some credit to the pilot to uh, Ross? He was a character again, under like uh, would you say under him? He's underappreciated. Yeah, because a lot of people didn't really talk about his character, but he was pretty good for what he was in the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. A, I mean, it was a it was a big role, but it wasn't a major role. It wasn't.
1: And I want to I don't
2: want to belittle it by saying he was you know comic relief, although he was one oh, of he, the two. I
0: want to say token, but
2: two white characters.
1: But the thing is, with Martin Freeman's character, he plays the comic relief so well, not just because he's a great comedic actor, yeah. you know, with his roles in The Office, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is that is an underrated movie. If you ever have the chance yeah, to check yeah, that yeah. out. Oh, that, that okay. I would say, is
0: underrated. That was, that, that was a lot better than most people give it credit for.
1: But the thing is with him... Sherlock. The character of Ross, though, is... He... How do you say... Is intended to be comic relief. That character in the original Christopher Priest run from 1998, that's a goofy character.
2: Okay, is that the same name? Because we know a Ross already. That's a, uh, you know... Serviceman.
1: Yeah, this is... Yeah, I don't know if they're related. But with him, he's a goofy character, and you need that character in the Christopher Priest run. He was utilized as a guy learning what the world of Black Panther's like. They didn't really do it so much in this movie, which, again, I liked, because just do something different. And that's what this movie, it executed... And succeeded at.
2: Then there's the significance of going into the the dream state, and the oh, his back, yeah. seeing of the uh, seeing the uh, panther tree. Not realizing at first, but that all those felines were were actually
0: representations of of,
2: of, of people. And yeah, exactly. We only saw one, of course, uh, his father. Uh, but
0: at, at the beginning, then at the end, there was, there were all people. Again.
2: That's right. Yes, and that was a powerful thing too. By having a soft-spoken t'challa throughout the whole movie pretty much uh, no matter what the situation was but him really getting upset because he now had to not not join his father like he's his father wanted him to but he had to go back and fix the wrong that his father had done for all so many years everything was thought to have been fine hunky-dory but but not the case nor david bowie album (laughs) wow is it yeah hunky-dory hunky-dory okay got me there wow one for Milnik.
1: wow and it's documented okay <laughs> anyway should I, wow. said, should
2: I have said fine and dandy i can't think of anything okay. i can't think of anything <laughs> that's it all right writing the wrong that his father had done he just gave a really powerful portrayal right there in getting that emotion out and across and being so upset with it that i cannot join you father i must go back because what you did is wrong, to not yeah. so many words. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. And then, you know, you, of course, have the, the whole red sand burial ritual part of that, where that helps to make, have you transfer or go, go cross over, if you will, and then come back you know, gasping for as if you were coming up from underwater.
1: Again, it's the world building. Yeah. And this aspect of how things are in their world, fantastic, you know?
2: I also have to throw in the words astral plane that they did mention, and right there I go to Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: So, tie in, perhaps?
1: If I may make a bold prediction, I feel we're going to see fantastic... Brave and bold? <laughs> <laughs> if I see something, it's going to be Doctor Strange, Black Panther. There you go. Be cool. Because that's something none of us would expect, and it'll happen. You know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Marvel likes doing that, they like making these team up movies that don't really make sense. Like, <laughs> because if we're being honest, a Hulk Thor movie makes sense, but in some ways it doesn't. Because like, really, we're going to make a movie with the kind of quiet blonde guy and the guy who screams a lot.
0: Yeah, but and, I... and especially if you're looking at the, the previous solo outings. Yeah. Well, you know, we all know how uh, I feel about Thor, too. <laughs> but, Do you uh, like it? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I like. it's not a bad movie. It, it,
1: again, that's it, the it, thing it, about it's, the Marvels.
0: Yeah, there's not a bad one among them. It's just the weak. I, I think that's the weakest. If I had to rank them all, that's definitely at the bottom.
1: Uh, it's even at the bottom of Eddie's <laughs> rankings when you think about it. Yes, it is.
2: Correct.
0: <laughs> and, and then not far above it, uh, maybe even right above it, I would put Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. And I, I thought, I, when I first saw You're that in. he was going to be that, when, when he was casting that, I was like, this guy's this guy a prima donna. He's, he's not going to stick around. He's not going to commit to these these films. And I was right. And, but I think Mark Ruffalo is the perfect talk, but they haven't given him his own solo movie yet. So when I first heard that they were doing Thor Ragnarok with those, a road trip, basically, movie with these two, I was like, I don't know how this is going to work.
1: If you guys were to do a Black Panther Doctor Strange movie... How would you execute that? I actually don't think it should happen next because black obviously Black Panther 2 is yeah. a guaranteed money maker yeah on the flip side, Doctor. Strange 2 is also a guaranteed, guaranteed moneymaker money <laughs> <laughs> and let's say this is saved for Black Panther Three or Black Panther four because Marvel does know when something is good they will strike when the iron is hot yes, and they will make that they will make this into a Continual franchise, and as long as they have Ryan Kugler on board, they're set. If a Doctor Strange Black Panther crossover movie were to happen, how would you guys do it?
2: I don't know, have to think about that, yeah, for sure. I know I started it, but whatever, <laughs> it's all good, it's in,
1: decently good
2: in the hood. Okay,
0: well, they would, first of all, they would have to get a director that could handle both
1: characters. James Gunn, no. As they, James they, Gunn is my answer for most things, but no, not that.
0: <laughs> they would need somebody that can think outside the box a little bit, like like James Gunn.
1: Like going back to, to Ragnarok, Taika
0: Waititi was the perfect director for that because he he's 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 got that sense of humor, and so in just in interviews I've seen him with that movie and for other films, he's did uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. And uh, what we do in the shadows, he's very quick. That is his sense of humor.
1: Now, let me ask you guys. I think
0: that he paired those two together great.
1: Black Panther is a very serious, stoic kind of character. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed with this movie is they really didn't go for a humorous tone. Like, there's, there's jokes thrown here and there. Yeah. But it's not much. Although, when the jokes are there, they do land, which is great.
0: Yes, yeah. Including the... What are those? Yeah, I mean, who, who would expect to see that? You know, in, you know, I did not
1: expect that whatsoever. <laughs>
0: I thought i would go to old school today.
1: But I, I think the idea of a Black Panther movie where there's humor, and even in his appearances in Infinity War, yeah. not really relying on humor. And if there was, it was very subtle humor, like you know the Starbucks reference.
0: Yeah, 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 and just some of the other characters that you know we've that we haven't mentioned, especially in this film, it was it's a not only is it great for you know the, the african-american community i mean there's a lot of great women female characters that they uh that this movie put on display you know uh, angela bassett we mentioned sherry earlier and uh denai guerrera as okoye yeah you got, you got uh lupita Youngos character nakia who is not just a love interest you know she doesn't play the damsel in distress she know. plays a badass yeah yeah at the end well, sherry too at the end you know they're not Shuri's the sister she's the smart one she's a scientist she gets out there and she goes toe to toe with Killmonger yeah you can't make she's a spy they're not the yeah. trained warrior like Denai Guerrero is and then again Denai Guerrero,
1: she's used to fighting you know zombies you know on The Walking Dead you know she's a badass on that too So I find it interesting that and then you have the DC part who you know they get Jeffrey Dean Morgan and he plays Thomas Wayne and they have the actress who plays Maggie Maggie
0: uh, Lauren Cohen and plays Maggie in The Walking Dead, who, it was just funny because Jeffrey D. Morgan's character in that show killed her husband, Glenn. See, that's what happened to Glenn. Oh, no. Lucille got him. <sighs> okay. Somebody played a bat? <laughs> Death by bat. Somebody use the bat.
2: Uh, no, the point you made earlier, though, was you clearly can't portray a female character in this as being soft and a yeah. love, just a love interest. But they They're strong in their own right, and they show it, and they shine, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's... Fantastic seeing that change. You know, you, this is... Within the past year, you saw Wonder Woman come onto the screen and...
0: I actually got be, to experience that in IMAX. That was great. Really? Yeah. I had to go down to uh, Pennsylvania because uh, they were doing a, a special screening of The Godfather, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. And uh, it was the same weekend that Wonder Woman opened... And they had a uh, did, a double again, feature again. I did a double feature. Back to Godfather back. and Wonder Woman. <laughs> hell of a pairing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but but just seeing that, on um, for the first time in IMAX, especially in the Themyscira scenes, it, it was
1: gorgeous. But it's cool seeing the strong representation of yes. females on yeah. the big screen. And Okoye, oh my god, like she's one of those characters. Yeah, I didn't appreciate her as much during my first showing of this movie, but the second, I'm like holy crap she's cool yeah yeah and it was one of those also when the merchandising was coming out for this movie they didn't really have much okoye stuff like the marvel legends figure was literally a build a figure to get her you couldn't actually buy a figure of her and like that kind of disappoints me for like if you're a little girl out there and you're seeing this character like i really identify with her i want to get her action figure mom get my action figure dad get my action figure Sorry, we have to spend 80 to $120 Ugh. for all the other figures to get somebody... Just one thing that you wanted.
0: Yeah, well, Marvel has a history of messing up when it comes to their toys, too, with the women. But they learn. That's they, the they, thing. They do. They do. Um, well, they didn't have a Scarlet Witch when... Uh, Scarlet Witch. Uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Mm-hmm. When they did the, the initial Avengers toys or whatever. But I, I think they've learned a lesson. Yeah. And uh, it's good to see these, these strong female characters.
1: Just absolutely crazy just seeing... The reception to these characters too, yeah.
0: yeah and for for years, you know, there, oh, we, we we let's face it, we were stereotyped. You know, comic book nerds are not going to want to go see a, a movie with a black superhero or a female superhero, and just because some of the ones that they've tried in the past—I mean, Blade—I'll always defend. Hmm. But I can't defend Steel. Yeah, uh, I can't defend Catwoman. You know, and and that's what they were they were looking at. Well, these movies failed. You know, Wonder Woman's not going to work, you know. I, that was originally projected at like $80 million its first opening weekend, and look what it did. It made over $100 million
1: in, in three days. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: It was, it was like one seventeen, I think, that opened up with. Now, one thing I want to ask you guys is this. Would you pay to see an Akoye solo film?
0: After Black Panther? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Eddie? Yeah, I think so. I would as well. The right script, the right director, yeah. right story. That's the script. I just realized that. <laughs>
0: but yeah, yeah, if if they could team her up with, with uh, Nakia and Shuri just have the three of them
1: and there's again there's just so many great characters they have in their like stable of characters just like so yeah. many and again we got a movie Black Panther that the general movie going audience didn't know like realistically before Civil War before this like if you asked you know John Q public hey who's black panther they're mm-hmm. a
0: radical group from the 60s
1: probably yeah mm-hmm. and then you have a character like killmonger killmonger is an obscure character when you really think about it yeah. and when i think black panther villains i immediately go
0: to claw usually yeah, yeah. I mean, killmonger he's he's one of his bigger villains but i i would say if if claw is if claw is his a big nemesis I would say, Killmonger's. So you may be the B level.
1: Absolutely, and We're not well, not anymore. Yeah, it's just weird that Marvel has such a strong track record with taking these lesser-known characters and making them into forces to be reckoned with.
0: Well, the whole thing started with, and I, I still can't believe this because I've known Iron Man my whole life. But Iron, good Man, friends. Yeah, yeah. I, Iron Man was considered a B character before that first movie came out.
1: Yeah, I never realized that. Black Panther was a B-level character as well, and now look at him. I would say, ever since Civil War, the character has exploded, especially in you know the comics.
0: Yeah,
1: like we have Coates working on the series, and Coates is doing an amazing job. To the point where they've actually given Coates now Captain America to work on. Mm. That's something. If you told me that five years ago, would have happened. I'd be like, wait. First off, who is Coates? Yeah. But it'll be cool to see that, these different takes on these characters. Yeah. And I would say the reflections of the comics are very prevalent in the films now. These, you know, big changes. Yeah. Now, guys, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this episode, what we thought about the movie. Trey, you're going to go first since you're the guest of honor. So what did you think overall of Black Panther?
0: I loved it. It was one of my favorites, not only uh, of the individual solo stories. I, it was one of my favorite um, out of out of all of them, including the Avengers, both uh, all, all three Avengers films now, and Avengers, you know, two point five with with Civil War. That's a good way
1: to describe that movie, by yeah. the way. Two point five. That 2.5. is, <laughs> I really like that. Mm-hmm. And w- as a lifelong Black Panther fan. Would you say that it did the character justice? Absolutely. Now, obviously, we have what we like about it, but what, were there things in the movie you feel it could have done a little bit better on? It's very hard to say, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Um, uh, I, 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 well, no, first of all, no movie is perfect. But. Um, I, I think maybe I would have liked to have seen. A, a little more of maybe some of the other his relationship with some of the other tribes, you know when uh, mm-hmm. when, when he first gets on uh, the, the, on challenge day they have you know we will not challenge today but we we don't really see him interacting with any of the other tribes outside of Daniel Kaluuya's, uh, Kaluuya's tribe and then Mbaku's tribe when when it challenges him and then they come to save him at the end they don't really go into the history of why all those tribes chose to follow this one. Which I think they could have done a little bit better, and, uh, and another thing is, um, I mean, I know this answer now. It's not an answered in the movie, but the, the the Ryan Coogler has come out and said, "Well, what happened to Killmonger's mother? You know, his, his father obviously was was killed by T'Chaka. What happened to his, his mother?" And Coogler has come out in interviews and saying that in the beginning of the film, where they're planning, uh, right when when uh, uh, when you see the little kids in in, in playing basketball, and mm-hmm. they cut to inside and that, that that with the guns, they're actually planning to break his mother out of prison, and um, th- that, then and then that's when they think that the FBI is coming after them, and when they hide the guns and stuff. So that that would have been interesting. They obviously didn't have enough time. There was you know, the movie was you know pretty on the longer longer side,
1: not Infinity War. Well, how long did they say the? Sc- no, they said it was long. Like well, it I was think like there was
0: like a four hour cut of
1: it. Yeah, and I I guarantee because Marvel likes doing this, they don't like releasing that kind of stuff out there. No, I just wonder how much there was in terms of deleted content on the you know the digital release and the uh, Blu Ray that's coming out next week.
0: Yeah, well, I got the digital release. I didn't, uh, didn't get a chance to watch any of the special features yet. So I don't know what any of the deleted scenes are. I'm... Actually, no, that's not true. I watched the Ant-Man and the Wasp preview. Okay. But, uh, but uh, I don't. I don't know what's in the deleted. I don't think it's four hours worth of content.
1: I wish it was though, that, to that be was... honest, because there's there's a lot you can do with this kind of movie, and yeah, there's so much supplemental content that could help it even more. You know, which you... yeah. I I'll get into my review real quick. So this is one of those movies... I remember reading a review right beforehand and they said this is a movie I didn't want to see end. That's, I, yeah. I'm in agreement. Yeah, it, me too. Like, I feel like it could have... If it was a little bit longer, I wouldn't have complained. No. The pacing was really well. The story was fantastic. And you have characters that all... They connect with each other so well. They play off of each other so well. And you have a villain that... Again, you sympathize with. You sympathize with, with yeah, yeah. And,
0: and, and that's tough to do.
1: And yeah, and whereas you know you look at Infinity War, and we'll be doing that next week with his, you know, with Thanos, you have a villain who is just dastardly and straight up garbage. Yeah, not garbage in a bad way, but garbage yeah. in a I hate that guy way. Yeah. But then you also have a villain like Killmonger, who yes, he does exhibit these dastardly traits, but then you also have the aspect where you're like, you know, he he's not wrong. Yeah. I hate myself, it's like, I hate myself for agreeing with this guy yeah. in some elements, and then they're the ones where, like, no, he has every right to say that. Yeah. And and I hate myself for for kind of, at points,
0: agreeing with Thanos. Yeah. No. Because in, in, he's right. I mean, it would be a, if there was 50% less people in this world, it would, it would be easier. You know, more people would, you know, people wouldn't be starving.
1: And... But Trey... But, you, but genocide is bad. But also, you know? well, <laughs> so, that too. So but so. but Trey, you can't you can't do that with the Infinity Gauntlet. You, you gotta you could end up having a guy do more resources. That's not how the Infinity Gauntlet works. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is the other argument to that.
1: <laughs> but my thing is also, like I said, with you know Killmonger's character, you sympathize with him, yeah. and you sympathize with him in good ways, and then you just look at him like, wow, really you know yeah, somebody that you enjoys killing you probably shouldn't be you know taking the side of and, and rooting for but when you look at him from his discussion of sociological and real world issues yeah. man yeah, like yeah. that's again going back to what I said earlier you have a superhero movie why am I feeling these feelings and emotions and everything
0: yeah I just want to see somebody get blown up and punched into the sky
1: exactly I, <laughs> I don't want to leave feeling emotions what the hell but I loved it. Yeah. There are parts where I didn't want it to end, but also like there are the parts where I'm just like that could have used a little bit of tweaking. That yeah. could use but it's still pretty damn good. Yeah. Just it's it's not the top, but it is up there. Yeah. Eddie, yourself? I think I was gonna say
2: exactly the same thing. It was not at the top like it was being portrayed to be. It wasn't all that in a bag of chips outside of huge box office revenue. But it might have been It a was of, a can of Pringles. Yes, it was. Once you, you start, you can't stop. But it was what, very it was going with close to, very close to to being
1: sour cream and chive. Really up,
2: really up there. Cheddar. I love you, Eddie. Cheddar. <laughs> you know, really, sh- some things are better left unsaid. So, the the whole idea with the way the vibranium was incorporated into the suit, I think, a definite departure from the comic books. But a great use of of that and that technology, yeah. his sister being I don't know the female Tony Stark possibly actually, with than Tony all that she yeah. knew and could come kind of come up with and create,
1: and you Eddie, know the simulated car and the whole rest of it. I actually have to interrupt you for a moment, Eddie. You did, you said better than Tony Stark. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Rhodey doesn't have working legs. <laughs> oh, just saying. I didn't say better than. No, but he said, Yes, it, yes. He, she might be better. Yes. But yeah, she is better. <laughs>
2: Yes, correct. Yeah, there's a, there's a thing there that uh, is an, is a, is a question, I guess, about coming to the aid of a fellow super being. Anyway,
1: you know, you were saying
2: White Wolf, uh, Bucky, Winter Soldier versus Rhodey. Yeah, that whole thing. That thing. Uh, that thing you do.
1: Okay, Tom Hanks.
2: <laughs> no, but I thought it was it was very <laughs> you know, well done. Second time that
1: movie's come up. Hey, there you go.
2: Well done, plate of, plate of shrimp remember. And even getting into the uh, the mid-credit scene about Wakanda now going to be opening up to the world, they will be sharing their information, which is something that I guess should have been done previously, and so we can only hope good things come about uh, from from there. And then again as the aforementioned Bucky, Sergeant Barnes as as Shuri puts it to him and and him uh, I guess recovering from his amputation again. Brain loss. And brain, fully coming out of the brainwashing, and uh, more more work to be done as she as she tells him, and uh, coming up with the name White Wolf. I guess I don't know it came about from
1: they being just really like that company that made the character Gangrel, you know, the vampire clan. <laughs> uh, they just love you know that vampire game. Yeah, <laughs> best wrestling theme song ever made. Best and, wrestling
0: entrance
2: ever. And just the oddly coincidental parallel of both Bucky and Claw losing their left arm, different premises or whatever but I'm like wait there's is there a pattern here what what's going on not like it's,
0: it's not like a star
2: wars it's not like a star Wars it's just hand is off. it's just the hand at the wrist area but not the whole arm yeah
1: so now let's say we rank these movies and give our ratings and all that good stuff Trey you go first all nineteen <laughs> well what we'll do is where does this movie rank for you and then you give your top five
0: it's definitely ranked at the top uh, t- or towards the top. I would say, uh, are, we, are we including, are uh, these just solo or, or in all of the or with, uh, invasion, Avengers as well? Let's do without Avengers. Without the new Avengers. One. I would say for me, this is right behind Winter Soldier, which is still my favorite. So okay. I, would, I love the whole spy element there. Uh, the, the, the 60s throwback spy feel. Oh, yeah. So I would go Winter Soldier 1, this number 2. Iron Man, the original, number three. Uh, no, no, Thor Ragnarok, number three. Iron Man, four. No, Iron Man, five. I'll, I'll put Guardians at four.
1: These are the first Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. For myself, we're going to go with all 19. <laughs> and I'm going to give, first off, by the way, Black Panther gets a five out of five.
0: Yeah, I would give it a five out of five. honestly. Yeah.
1: Number 15, Thor The Dark World. Number 14, Iron Man, three. Number 13, The Incredible Hulk, number 12, Iron Man 2, number 11, Captain America, The First Avenger, number 10, Avengers, Age of Ultron, number 9, Avengers, or Avengers Assembled, if you're in the UK, number 8, Thor, number 7, Iron Man, number 6, Captain America, number 5, Doctor Strange, also tied with it, Thor Ragnarok, number 4, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and a three way tie. Number three, Ant Man. Number three, Guardians of the Galaxy. And number three, Black Panther. Number two, Spider Man Homecoming. And number one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You like two better than one. If you l- listen to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 episode, I get heavily I, personal I, in that.
0: I, I've only heard
1: parts of it when I, when he was listening to it. I didn't get a chance to hear the whole thing. I get very personal in that. There is a lot of reasons why. And you, Eddie, you've heard this, me rambling about it for hours.
2: You mentioned me so many times, I don't know what the heck in that <laughs> one. Because your co-host was not all that musically up to par. He wasn't.
1: <laughs> so go figure. But Gorga knows his stuff with other things. That is true. Now, Eddie? That yourself. is also true. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference.
2: He called me Rodent. Okay. And a fortune cookie. I have a five-way tie. And I guess I may have crumbled a bit to, to push Black Panther to a, to a ranking of five. I was kind of hovering at a 4.75, but I think I brought it up just a notch. And so at the top, five-way tie. Black Panther, Iron Man, Avengers, Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy. Below that... Thor Captain America first Avenger and Spider-Man homecoming dropping down to 4.5 Iron Man 2 Ant-Man Doctor Strange and Guardians of the Galaxy volume 2 down to a 4.25 Thor Ragnarok Captain America Civil War Avengers Age of Ultron and Iron Man three. Down to a four. Incredible Hulk. In its lonesome. And the final one, Thor: The Dark World, at a 3.5.
0: Which is 2.5 higher than it deserves. I knew
2: that was coming. Ah. I saw that coming. Quick,
0: name the villain. Where? Thor, Ragnarok. Uh, the Dark white, world.
1: the white elf. I I just love that simplicity. of The ether. Where? <laughs> The ether.
0: <sighs> yeah, can somebody explain the ether? No, we don't have time to get into that.
1: There's there's so much we could talk about, but
0: Yeah. If you ever want to remake the Thor of Dark World episode, I want in on that.
1: We might ha we might have that happen. You never know. But actually also, one thing that I gotta bring up before we go, is the score that, or the soundtrack for this movie. That's that great. I did not expect to as much to leave and enjoy as much as I did, but man, Kendrick Lamar really killed it in this movie. Yeah,
0: and it's not very often that uh, I mean, every once in a while we'll get an like, SUL ninety three WSUL, we'll get a um... easy for you to say. <laughs> well, I say forty five <laughs> times a day. <laughs> But uh, you know, every once in a while, when a movie will come out, we'll get you know one song or or, or something from from the soundtrack if it's by a, a major artist or something like that. And we've got quite, I think we've got three or four in our current rotation from this soundtrack. Wow! So yeah, yeah, Kendrick Lamar I think, was great with it. So.
1: So guys, before we go, let's get into how people can get a hold of us on them their social medias. Eddie, first off. How can people find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Marvelists. They can also follow us on Twitter at The Marvelists. Myself at Peter Mellick. Yourself at E Wilson 959 And Trey, I believe you're not on social media. Uh, I
0: try to avoid it at all costs, but I do have a Twitter. Uh, at TreyStone at 2L959.
1: Cool, cool.
0: And give them was on both at the SAT when I had to create this. Whoa. Give them a follow. Multiple stations. That's why I have the...
1: The multiverse. Yeah, it's
0: not far off so I have the uh, call letters from one and the frequency of
1: the other man whichever works man whichever works but you can also find us on Instagram at themarvelous you can also find us in your email browser themarvelous at gmail dot com give us an email let us know you're listening to this here show. I don't know why I did it like that but here we are yeah. but yep Yeah. I think that about wraps it up for this episode. For Peter Melnick, I'm Peter Melnick. Trey Stone. Eddie Wilson.
2: Excelsior.
1: Man, what an episode.
2: That's right, True Believers. We can't finish without at least one question from the obsessed with Marvel. And we go to question number 1355, which reads as follows. Who is Halloween Jack, a member of the Morlocks, a shapeshifter previously called Loki, a supernatural demon, or a mutant in AD 2099? Who is Halloween Jack?
0: I'm going to go with E, a guy with a giant pumpkin for a face. Okay, there's I like no
2: that. E here, but whatever. Halloween Jack. Halloween Jack, I've member of the Morlocks, shapeshifter previously called Loki... A supernatural demon or a mutant in A.D. 2099? I mean, my obvious or first guess is a supernatural demon.
0: I'm going to go with a mutant in 2099. A mutant
2: 2099. I was kind of kind of leaning there somewhere also. So Peter?
1: I, I don't know too much about that. I'm going with a guy. Okay, right. I'm going to
2: go with... But I, I'm just going to pick mine. C. It is not C. It is B. A shapeshifter previously called Loki. Wow when who knew but now hopefully it won't be forgotten we Halloween need a re-
1: Jack is going to be on my search list
2: we need we need a, re- a redeeming question here so fast forward shall we to 1646 please
0: character, question about a character that we've actually heard of moon knight <laughs> that would be awesome
2: which god did the hulk combat excuse me combat in tales to Astonish number 79 1966 hercules Thor, Pluto, or Loki? Pluto Nash.
0: <laughs> I wish the Hulk would take on Pluto Nash. See, I would watch
1: that movie. <laughs> so would I.
2: Uh, first gut reaction here, Who did? God, what god did the Hulk combat in Tales to Astonish? 1979 and 1966. Hercules, Pluto, Nash, Thor, duh. Pluto, Loki. I'm, 66? I don't know, I'm, my first thing is saying Hercules. Yeah, my, me too. Same here. Okay, so let's go with letter A. Correct. All right. Best of three.
1: Best of five. Best, still of five? A world wow. so best of five series. Wow. Oh, same thing. <laughs> Fast forward. now. Twenty-two. That was where people knew Peter didn't know sports. <laughs> well, that's okay. I still don't.
0: Really, you're married to a walking sports almanac.
2: Well, I know, but I don't walk all the same time at the same place in the same yeah. Twenty-two ninety-six. You don't see her down here doing podcasts, do you?
0: <laughs> no, I see her getting buying autographed jerseys. Oh, Football sorry. Players from nineteen eighty-six. Okay, now who or what
2: is Epic? As oh, Faith no more. E P O C H. Epoch. Is this a member of the Seven Friendless? Is this the son of Eon? The daughter of Eon? Or the servant of Immortus? Who or what is Epoch? E-P-O-C-H. A member of the seven friendless? The son of Eon? The daughter of Eon? Or the servant of Immortus?
0: I'm say the son of Eon.
2: The son of Eon. Peter? Yeah, I can see Eon. I'm going to jump in there with you. I don't know why. Here we go. No. The answer is daughter of Eon. Something about two eons in there, I said, wait a minute, it, it could fall, well, you know, it was a 50-50 at that point. And finally, oh, we have to do this question. Why? Because it's a very early number. Can you guess what number this question might be? Three. Come on.
1: One. That's the loneliest number.
0: It's number two. I can't believe you guys. Number two. Derek Cheater. Number two. Number two. Mm-hmm. I can't do a Bob Shepard impersonation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who is the Fantastic Four's
1: receptionist no that's not Jim Nightheart whatsoever <laughs> that's an obscure wrestling <laughs> wow. reference I, yeah yeah that I did wow. <laughs> you're welcome
2: oh, hi oh. Eddie are we done here <laughs> <laughs> who is the Fantastic Four's receptionist is it Mrs. Bambi Arbogast is it Roberta a, ro- a robot is it Alicia Masters or is it Glory Grant the Fantastic Four's receptionist. Alicia Mrs. is Ben's, Ben's girl. Girlfriend. Right. Mrs. Bambi Arbogast. Roberta, a robot. Alicia Masters or Glory
1: Grant. Roberta feels like it would be an answer, wouldn't it? Yeah. And Glory Grant, I know I've heard that name.
2: Yeah, I've heard that name also, Glory Grant. I was kind of leaning that it, way.
1: Maybe. Let's
2: go with Gloria. Uh, Glory. Glory. Glory, there we go. You're mixing Alicia and Glory together and coming up with Gloria. Are you are you with that? Trey? yeah. how would go with that. D. No. The answer is Roberta, a robot. I should have listened to my Peter senses. <laughs> See what I tell you.
1: We gotta uh, get one more. One, for, one <laughs> for the road. Something right.
2: We gotta get something right here. Okay. Wow. I just love the way I said the, a low number question and we go three, one, and the answer is two. So right all around it. 787, come on down. You're the next contestant on.
1: (laughs) Seven eighty
2: seven is what is Batruck the Leapers Nationality? French. Yeah. Can I read the answers, please? Belgian, Italian, French, Spanish. Oh, so waffle, <laughs> pasta, fries, and
1: now rice. Eddie. Eddie, is that it? Is that
0: it? Is that what it's come First to? Well, they're freedom fries now.
1: <laughs> Do they cost anything though? Man, I... Well, freedom isn't free. I really can't believe I referenced that awful song.
2: <laughs> Eddie's gonna hit me with a shoe. I'm a. Mis- I'm a, Yes, originally thinking French also, but didn't Robert Redford character in Winter Soldier say technically he was he was not No, maybe not from Belgium, but, but from Albania, possibly. I think French is the closest we're going to get to this answer. So let's just oh, stop wasting time. It was uh, waffles, pasta, fries, or rice. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a long episode. Belgian, Italian, French, or Spanish? Wait,
0: Spanish, you come up with rice? Really?
2: Spanish rice. Arroz con pollo. Refried, I no, guess.
0: Noble
1: English.
0: <laughs> yeah, you wish. No speaking English. Right,
2: I think just we're going to go water. with French, so let's just wow. move this right along and do with it. Okay.
0: Wow. I said we leave on the on high note. That's there.
2: it. We're going to go on that. Mm-hmm. Until the next question. With a fortune cookie. Yeah.